What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. guys, welcome back to the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Renata. And I'm Sanch. And we're here to talk about all things 80s, as usual. Um, we're probably just going to get ahead of ourselves and probably just talk so much to the point where we're just going to have not enough time to talk about our main concern, which is the movie that everyone's all excited about. We've been posting it on Instagram. You want to tell us what the movie is, Sanch? Yeah, I just had to put the volume down because you sounded extremely like that. Maybe, I mean, it was the mic, so I put it down because I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to... You know, the mic is all over here, too. <laughs> no, 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 it was me. I had the volume too loud. Um, oh, but we are going to be doing a very special episode today. It's the one, the only... I asked you what the movie that we're doing, nerd. I know, I know, I know. I was. So I got to say it? <laughs> no, no, you don't have to say it. No, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing an awesome movie today. All right, we're doing Howard the Duck. Yay! No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, Howard the Duck. No, no, no. We're going to be doing one of... It, it's one of those movies that whenever you ask people, what is their top favorite 80s movie, you know? it's This is always in their top five. Usually, it's always it tends to be their number one. And tonight, I mean today, or whatever, afternoon, we are doing The Goonies. Oh, yeah. Yay! But of course, shuffles all day. Yeah. But of course, before we get into the Goonies, there's always that opportunity where we give back some awesomeness to the fans. So let's do some shout outs. Fans. Okay, the first shout out goes to Corey's Angel 80s. And her name is Chrissy, and she is a big fan of our show. That's me, too. Her whole page has to do with all things 80s, and I'm about to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't sneeze three (laughs) times, or else you'll marry a leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yes, every time I look at her pictures, she just has, like, so many, like, awesome 80s quotes. Like, when you know, like, when you have a picture and then you have, like, the quote, like, you know, right underneath it. Yeah. Or, like, she has, like, nice 80s collages where, like, she'll have, like, videos playing with the picture and then music in the background. So, that's, like, yeah, I think that's picture. really cool. So, a big shout-out goes to her, and thank you for liking our pictures and just being a fan of the show. Yeah, man, you're, you are awesome. Thank you so Yay! much. <laughs> That noise. That's, I don't know. It's like a little kid in the background somewhere. Yeah, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be the new thing. Every time I say a shout out, he's going to go. Ah. <laughs> All right. So our next shout out goes to Never Share Toys. We've shout him out. I think last episode. Hi, but he's been sharing a lot of pictures to us that are 80s related. Yeah. And tagging us in his photos. Yeah. And 
Thank you. I mean, like, you know, we like to hear from our fans. We like to see what they're interested in, especially when it comes to 80s. Or, and if it's anything, if, if anything that just interests you and you want to share with us, just tag us in the photo and we'll leave a comment or like the photo. So yeah. we want to know. And thank you again, Never Share Toys. Yeah, we want to know what you're thinking. Tell me what's on your mind. Santa's in a crazy mood today. Is it a full moon in California? No, that's, oh, we've been having a bunch of earthquakes. Yeah, that's um, why. He's no, but going. that's an actual song. It's by Information Society. Uh, late '80s, but awesome freaking. I love that band. Uh, that's a song. It's a, you know, I wanna know. It's called What's on Your Mind. Pure. I've never heard of it. I think. Yeah, and it's a great song. It's it's so like late '80s and then even early '90s they went on. Then at one point during like the mid '90s they did some hardcore industrial style of music the lead singer did but like they started like they were that that cool like happy dance music but they were those 80s bands that failed in the early 90s because their music stayed the same in in a sense like it was like good happy 80s music but that's when people were all into like the grunge and hardcore rap that those type of bands just couldn't stay alive so but i don't know i mean i'll I'll do one of their songs you know because i love that song but anyways go on Yes, practice singing. No, you're good, Sonia. Okay, cool. All right, well, I have a shout-out that I want to give to uh, this guy that actually, you know, we, we are doing a contest. Uh, we, we're doing a contest, ladies and gentlemen. We are giving you a geek prize pack, an 88-miles-per-hour prize pack. Uh, it's not specifically 80s, but you will get an 80s DVD. Um, now, you know, no being picky, you know, well, hopefully you don't have the movie, but what we send you at that point, you could do what you want, but you will get some comics along with it. So, you know, they're not going to be like some cheapy, like random, no, you'll get either Marvel or DC. We just want to be able to give back to our fans. So we'll have like, you know, a monthly contest. And the only way you could be a part of that contest is if you get our logo, the one that has Renata, you know, as, as, uh, Claire, from the breakfast club and me as marty mcfly from from uh what's that movie that marty mcfly's in isn't it Uh, 16 candles right (laughs) not just kidding no no no, but um seriously the the one of me from back to the future you know whatever that logo that says says 88 miles per hour post that and tag us in it and you're automatically entered and at the end of the month we'll we'll do a random drawing and announce the winner so right now we've only had one entry but i'm not giving him the shout out because he's our one entry at the moment no i'm giving him a shout out because he's actually been interacting with us lately and and you know he's been talking with us and i like i like when people interact and he is king of the arcade he's actually uh one of uh, like a professional wrestler i was looking at his page i'm like all oh, right on i'm like I'm like, I'm a, if you were within the area, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, I'd go check him out and stuff. Or maybe he is. I don't even know. <laughs> I could be wrong. But, you know, I wanted to give this guy a shout out. He's been interacting uh, with me. We were talking back and forth. He's the guy that introduced me to the fact of uh, asking our top 80s questions in which you, being a dork, answered, oh, yeah, you know, you said, uh, my cousin Vinny. I'm like, nerd, I said 80s, not freaking. I said top movies in general. No, I even say 80s, like, you know. No, but... I was got confused. You said so many things at once. I was like, no, I'm just going to give so my top things. five. You just read too fast. That's what it was. I didn't say anything. You read too fast. But, yeah, so <laughs> it, it really got me thinking, like, man, what is our top 80s movies? So that's my shout-out for King of the arcade right what did i just say <laughs> yeah, king, king of, of the arcade. arcade yeah so those are my shouts you got that was all your shout outs right no i have i was gonna finish you cut me off i thought you were done because you told me something 
No, I just I had an input. I just I like to. Add oh, input. okay. I thought you were asking me. Like, all right, go if you had any. So I did. All no. right. Anyways, go on. Continue your shout okay. outs. Okay, eight oh five Pete has been a you know we've talked about them many times. You've commented on a lot of pictures and you sent us pictures. Just like never share toys. I think you guys are in some little competition trying to get us to, you know, see who's the better fan here. Now I'm just playing. You guys, uh, every every one of you guys is an awesome fan. We we will never have a favorite fan. Just so you guys know that. So don't try. <laughs> we we, try <laughs> we, to... we love you equally. Is what we're trying we to say. You You're like our kids. We don't like one better than the other. We love you all equally. Yeah, we're, you're like our children. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, the Pirate 3 King also sent us, a, like, a, the first picture that he sent us was had to do with the DeLorean. And we always like pictures of DeLoreans, especially, you know, because, you know, we are an 80s podcast. And it's Sanchez's, like, number two favorite movie. And it's in my top five of 80s movies. But altogether, <laughs> yeah, favorite movies in general. That's so 80s. Another one, just like uh, Corey's Angels 80s. Like, Corey's Angel 80s. Um, still the same thing. Does a lot of uh, 80s movies pictures that has, like, little slogans underneath it. Pretty cool. And last but not least is Phil87UK. Philip, um, he's been interacting. He's been mostly interacting with a lot of our pictures and uh, liking a lot of movies that we suggest. Or, like, you know, if we put a special picture out there, he, like, says his input. And he either does quotes or lines from the movies, which we love, you know, because I'm a big quote person. So is Sanj. But, I mean, it's awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. Um, You are awesome. And that's all of our shout-outs. There you go. Awesome. Grazie. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, King of the Arcade, um, he 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 was like asking us about like you know top eighty because he he actually no he when I said that you know Goonies tends to be everyone's top movie, I was just like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's like yeah ten, you know I mean, Christ I said that wrong I said right not him I don't know I'm gonna start over <laughs> I said that. This movie, when I posted, like, announcing everybody, hey, we're going to be doing Goonies, so Monday, download it, you could hear it, you know, um, I said, that tends to be everyone's favorite movie when it comes to 80s, like, I don't know why, like, it's that one movie that everybody, and he's like, oh, it's in my top five, but it's not my favorite, and then I started thinking about, like, hey, what is our favorite 80s movies, like, we've talked about all time, and that's where Renata being the dork that she is, responded, like, her... But I was just like, no, what are it? Like, me, I'm trying to figure, like, what... Because I... Okay, my now my top favorite 80s movie is Back to the Future. But what would be my remaining four? Like, what four films I'm like, oh, my gosh, from the 80s? Like, I think Lost Boys is in is in the top five. Has to be. I know I love Lost really? Boys. Lost Boys? Yeah, it's in there. I'm not saying it's number two. I think number two has to be Monster Squad. Yes. Monster Squad has to be in there. So that would be Back to the Future number one, Monster Squad number two. I'll I think, count. So you could just list them. Okay. Uh, Lost Boys have to be three. Okay. Uh, four. Man, this is tough because, let's see. <laughs> I know. I'm turning around and looking at my DVDs. I'm like, that's hard. You know, one movie I don't own, but I love this movie. I actually have it as, like, I, I downloaded the actual file. So, I, it's on my computer, but I don't have it on DVD. And they showed it on TV the other day, but this movie, here's a rarity for all of you. If you've never seen this movie, please watch it. I brought it up once before, but it's called Three O'Clock High. 
I love that movie. Great freaking movie. It's all about just some kid who has to ends up getting in a fight, you know, um, by a student. Just one of those like like everybody probably experienced this in in elementary or high school, being like three o'clock, the park, you and me going, you know. It's like, and I, yeah. I really love that movie. So that would probably be. I don't know if it'd be four, but I think it'd be number five. Um, okay. Number four, Christ, that's tough. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, number four would be hard because there's so many. As of now, I'm gonna. I think I'll fill that spot with. It, you know what? It might be. It might be the Naked Gun. Oh really? Yeah, the Files of Police Squad. Like I think the first. Yeah, the first Naked Gun. I, I I have that. I love that movie. Um, freaking always, uh, makes me laugh. Like I, it's it's freaking hilarious. You know, it's it's a it's a great movie. So I, I think it would be you know, my my number four. But who knows that this 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 is just off of my head. I haven't put a lot of thought into I like it. Your, I like your stuff. I like I like your top pick. I think so, it, I think your top five pick. Well, what what about you? Because you have two nineties. Yeah, I, I need to redeem myself. <laughs> Yeah, you have two '90s movies, so let me let me see your list. I'm actually looking. I'm at actually it. pulled it up right now. So. Okay, what was it? Uh, number one, of course, has to be Breakfast Club. It's my favorite movie in the '80s, and also my favorite movie in general. Mm-hmm. I usually don't have like favorite movies, like cause I'm so I love I just love movies in general. Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose, so Breakfast Club would definitely be number one. Back to the Future would have to be number two. I love Back to the Future. Uh, the Goonies number three, and then. My mistake in Instagram was I put four is Clueless and five is My Cousin Vinny. They're two 90s movies, so I have to choose four and five. So, honestly, I would have to choose four to be Weird Science. Oh, yeah. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, you love that movie. I I just... It has so many funny lines, I think. Yeah. Um... And honestly, five, you're going to think I'm nuts, and I never said it, but, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God, I used to love this movie. And I, whenever it's on, I always catch it, like, Return to Oz. Mm. I just, I loved that movie. It was so, it was like, if no one knows what that was, I mean, of course, there's been so many, like, either remakes or twists of, like, the Wizard of Oz movie, and... This one was in the 80s, and I think the girl from The Water Boy played Dorothy. Yeah, she was from yeah. The Craft, uh, Fruits the Bulk. There you go. And she played Dorothy, and, and it was, like, a really dark version of, I don't know, like, it just had so many creepy moments, but it was still an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, please just, just watch it. You, I think you're just going to really like it, especially if you like... Well, it it, it it's just, it is a... Um... It is based on the books because I think most of it is based off of uh, the marvelous land of Oz and Ozma of Oz. Um, yes. So it's based. So those books, like these characters, are in because I think when they, you know, when they did that remake uh, with James Franco, I went mm-hmm. and I read all about like I, I, I always do that. I'm always like curious about movies and stuff. And um, whenever I watch a movie, I'll go and read up about it. Like I love just reading info. And I started reading about that movie, and I started re- I got I started digging deep into like the the original Wizard of Oz and how like the original Wizard of Oz was like. Because here's the thing, I remember hearing this complaint about like how can there be a uh, a sequel or, or this exists or whatever if 
Dorothy at the end dreams the whole thing. Like she sees, you know, she was dreaming. Well, they added that in the film. That's not in the book. In the book, all of this stuff exists except for the the first film. That's like its own interpretation take or whatever. But then they start doing some different things. But Return to Oz was based on the books. It's just that it was really dark, <laughs> you know. Oh but it God. is. It's especially the-, the hospital scene. Do you remember that scene? Like how creepy. Like before, like she like goes into Oz. Like she had. Was it- the mother thinks that she's just hear stuff in her head or like well, see like you know. well if, you know the freaking guys on the the, the cyclos guys like those they guys they're freaking are, out too oh, I yeah was... i love tiktok i swear tiktok oh tiktok it, yeah. i love jacked too yeah jacked. tiktok is awesome if if you if i'm talking to you gamers out there if you're fans of a game called chrono trigger i always pictured <laughs> robo as being tiktok like i love you know and then you have like a cool jack skellington character He's the pumpkin king, you know? It's like, I, maybe that's where, where Burton got the idea. But this is the one that fans consider a more faithful adaption, you know, of the novel than the original. Because that's the only thing most people could compare it to was the original Wizard of Oz and then this Wizard of Oz. And this is the one that if you're a fan of the books, you consider a more faithful adaption. Like, you're like, okay, this is the one that sticks more to the books. Yet, the one that stuck more to the books is the one that failed it's a cult hit now but at the time failed and the one that was you know went off of the books was the actual hit actually it failed too when it was released wizard of oz was actually a fail when it was first released oh really but it became a huge hit afterwards yeah it was it wasn't a it wasn't a hit at first but it did receive a nomination for an academy award for best visual effects and that's why f-u-c-g-i I know you you do help, but practical effects is awesome. Just watch that; those effects were great. They really were. Like you know, especially if you go to Disney and like I don't know, you've been in the, on the Great Movie Ride, of course, and like they just have like you know all like stuff from certain movies and like you just see like just all the move. I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, we don't have that over here. The Great Movie oh, Ride, and I know on the Great Movie Ride. You can see the ship from Flight of the Navigator. I know it's there, right? Have you seen? Yeah. It? Come on, fly! Oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta do that movie soon. Flight of the Navigator. I love that. One. And you know what? Let me let me go back. Number four cannot be. Uh, that has to be my number six. Number six has to be uh, Naked Gun. Number four is Breakfast Club. Yeah, I was like, why is Breakfast Club not in your top five? Yeah, I realized that's why it's just off the top of my head. I really need to sit down and think and be like. You know, so oh yeah. As as a true movie lover, you really can't break down a top five. I mean, like you know what I mean. Unless you have a a a specific genre that you're just attached to, and you can't go anywhere else. Like, say if you're attached to horror films, and you can't, you think every other movie that was ever created, like any other genre movie, like comedy, romantic, is just bleh, and all you could just be interested in is horror movies. Then you could probably pick a top five. But if you just have so many like genres of movies that you find interesting, I think it's hard. Yeah, I the way I tend to base it is on how many times I can watch that movie. And never be bored and, and watch it. Like, you know how, like, there's those random Sundays where you turn on the TV and they're just showing a movie. And you're like, it doesn't matter at what point. You'll watch it. Like, and if, say, you're getting ready to go to work, go out or something, you'll watch it until you have to go. And sometimes yeah. you're watching it and you realize, I've seen this movie. What the hell? I need to go. Like, and those are the type of movies. Like, that's why, like, Shawshank was that that movie for me. Like, that's why I, number one has is, is always been Shawshank because that's that one movie. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. 
and I own it, it pops up on TV, I'll start watching it. Like, that movie I love, you know? Like, there's certain movies that I feel like that. Like, people would be like, they assume, like, my favorite movies are, are any, like, certain Batman movies. And I'm yeah. like, not really. I'm on, they're good movies, but, I mean, I love Rudy more than I do love the Batman movie. <laughs> Why? Oh my God! I, I can never get into Rudy. Really? Oh, come on! We're gonna be talking about Sean Astin in a bit. How can you not love Rudy, man? Little Mikey, I, hey, Mikey, <laughs> hey, Mikey. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just I, I guess I haven't watched it enough to really like it. I mean, like, I don't know. Whatever, whenever a movie is on that I know of, I could just sit and watch it. But I think though I think yeah, like Breakfast Club whenever it's on, it's always like yeah. I always click it to watch. So that's, that's how that's... I label my top ten. Like remember the Titans is another one. I know these are not eighties movies, <laughs> but we're just talking about our list of how okay. how we are able to so I started thinking about eighties and that's how I felt like these movies are the ones where like it's on, I'll watch Lost Boys. Like I love the soundtrack to the Lost Boys, you know, Cry Little Sister. I I blast that thing in my car. Like it's a great song. But you know, right now it's like since we're talking about music, I thought, you know, hey, it's is you know, thank you, eight oh five P let's talk about Sanchez soundtracks. Boom boom boom. Okay. Obviously, you know what song I'm going to talk about that comes from the Goonies. And it's The Goonies Are Good Enough by Who? Cindy Lauper. Um, this song, seriously, it's like... Such a good song. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, it's like the one thing, like, with this song, it doesn't really say Goonies in it, you know? Like, if, if you listen to the song, the actual song... It doesn't say Goonies. In the movie, there's a part where, like, they're riding their bikes and you hear, like, an echoed, like, Goonies, you know? But it doesn't say that in the song. But she ended up changing it to The Goonies Are Good Enough. Like, I know it was, like, the studio pressured that on her. Like, put that in there so it, like, kind of relates with the movie, you know? And she even did, like, a, a like, if you've never seen the music video, look it up. Because there's two versions to it. There's a whole, it's, like, 12 minutes long. And they actually cut it. And on the DVD, they have the whole thing. You can look it up on YouTube. And there's even a cameo by Steven Spielberg at one part. Because it's, like, it's the actual sets. And then she's, like, help me, Steven Spielberg. What do I do? She's, like, screaming. And he's, like, I, I don't know. And then it cuts. And it goes, last time, Cindy Lauper was, da, 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 you know. And, and it's, like, a whole, it plays out, like, the whole story. But in the beginning, you see all the WWE f wrestlers of the time of the 80s and they're all like with their good enough for me you know they're all dancing on and it's pretty cool you know um uh was it i I always damn it i always forget that wrestler's name but he has a a rubber band on his cheek um a freaking uh what's his name what's his name i don't know this one captain lou lou albino there you go that guy he 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 because she managed him for a while on in the wwf she was a part of wwf and we're gonna be talking about wwf next week because they're gonna have wrestlemania and i i figure it would be good you know wrestling was huge in the 80s so i'll talk about it then but this this music video it, it was just freaking great um the one thing that I I didn't know about, and this is probably something you didn't know about. I found out later, but I uh, I don't know. Did you know that Cindy Lauper hates this song? Really? Yeah, she she freaking just. Dis- well, I can tell you why she probably hated this song. Okay. Because people don't. Because I, I mentioned this. I think the last time we talked about the Goonies was during the Goldbergs episode that we mentioned about like they did the Goonies. They they really. I think no one really cares that it's Cindy Lauper singing. I think that when everybody thinks of the song, they're thinking, "Oh, the Goonies!" Oh, like you know, like no one can really appreciate her doing the song. And it's just like you said, like well, actually, what I said, but then you said, and then like we both said, 
that was just a weird moment. <laughs> but like whenever you hear the song, you just think of the movie. You don't think of her singing. Yeah, it. it's not related to her. It's related more to the Goonies itself. Even though she comes out in the scene, like you know when you're in the movie, they're watching MTV and there's like she's like shaking her good enough, you know. And in reality, that this video was made like I think six months afterwards when they when they wrapped up filming. So that they weren't really watching her, but they added that in post. Um, or not, I don't know, it was a few months later, but that, that's the one thing she, like, because she's never released that song, like, in, a, in like, a best of or in any of her albums, and it wasn't until, like, an interview that she had that she pointed out that she she hated that song, and that's why her first, like, best of thing, she never released it. Um, and another thing, too, during filming, she said the director, Richard Donner, the guy who directed uh, Goonies, even mm-hmm. though it was a story by Spielberg, Donner directed it, Richard Donner, um, and she said that, like, she's she hated filming the the music video she said like this guy was just like hardcore pushy director and she was like tired and he's like no 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 we're gonna you know it was just a typical hollywood director and it's like uh and i i know like there's like a behind the scenes of it like of the video like of the you could watch it and you actually see him like being all like being an a-hole to her and some of the takes you know um but uh yeah it's it's cool like you know it was a two-parter you won't see this anymore in in ever in music videos but back when in mtv it was all about music videos and this song was you know a a a hit you know it was a a huge hit i mean it's been you know are you a fan of bob's bob's burgers bob's burgers is that a show yeah it's a cartoon show oh my gosh you've never seen bob's burgers no oh okay bob's burgers is a is a cartoon show uh, it's on Fox. It's really great. They do a lot of, like, they actually had a Goonies episode, kind of. And at the end of the song, this is, like, because for years, it wasn't until, like, 04, I think, Cindy Lauper finally did a live version of this song. But she did a cappella. Like, she, she did just good, you know, just a few bars. And she's never really done it live. And everybody would always ask, do it live, do it live, do it live. And she actually sang a, a, a spoof version for Bob's Burgers. Here, I'm going to try to play it. If we can hear this. So there's this episode because it, 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 it's a family that I, that's why I was like, I'm going to hold on, Renato. I was trying to because I know you couldn't hear it, but I wanted to play it so the fans could hear it because um, the, the audio picked up clearly on them. Um, but it, it, it's just like the Goldbergs that, you know, in the sense where like the kids have an adventure and there's this character in the show who's always at the restaurant because it's Bob's Burgers is Bob. He owns a burger stand and his family works there, you know, and 
you know, his kids are part of the burger stand and um, the three kids, like there's this customer, I, I can't think of his name, but he, he, he's always there. He's Bob's friend. He's always eating there. And he like tells the kids about the, a, a, a treasure at this, at, 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 under a taffy factory. And he's like, Hey, um, you can go and get treasure. Like that's what he talks to. Hey, Bob, you know, and, and he tells the kids and he, it's a joke. And then it ends up being taffy, butt. like the way the rock is shaped and it looks, it looks like it's a butt, like, you know, and, but when the kids believe it's real, they go and they want to go find this treasure. So at the end of the episode, um, once it ends, like you hear Cindy Lauper come in, the song is played and it plays, you know, she's singing taffy, Butt, and it's pretty cool. It's entertaining. So that's why I was like, oh, you know, so this is where Cindy Lauper finally had been like all right you know i get it you know but for the longest time she hated the song but there you go that's sanchez soundtracks the goonies are good enough very good all right you got all quiet why'd you get all quiet i have no idea i just lost train of thought because i didn't know what to say all right well then let's just do it and let's get into it are you ready let's get into it the greatest movie of all time ladies and gentlemen the goonies yeah ladies and gentlemen there you go ladies and gentlemen the theme to the goonies 2 video game the goonies 2 on the nes so yeah, man, Goonies, uh, like we said, one of the biggest freaking 80s movies of all time, you know, alongside like Back to the Future, Breakfast Club, you know, Ferris Bueller, Days Off. This one just tends to be everybody's favorite. doesn't matter who you are. It seems like you know Goonies. You grew up with Goonies. You know, you could be some punker, some gangbanger, you know, some freaking, I don't know, some <laughs> hip hop guy <laughs> you know some, a... some geeky nerd you know like an industrial goth head it doesn't matter you all love the goonies for some reason and yeah man i mean what can be said about the goonies well we're not of a start off with that <laughs> well i mean first of all i mean when i first saw i was a kid and i think that's when all people started to like the goonies is when they were kids and I think I think after since I watched it, it's like I want to go on that epic adventure and find treasure and be with all my friends and get into trouble and meet a, a distorted big guy who winds up being our friend and I don't know, just like distorted. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's sloth. No, this what's distorted? That's weird. Yeah, what did he had a distorted face? Distorted. Well, I guess it was deformed, right? It was deformed. There's no way in the hell that his Mike face... Be- Mike even says distorted. That's one of the lies. It's like, it was all gross and distorted. <laughs> I know. But I, I just didn't know where you were going with that. But it's just... The thing is, it's like, they, they say in the movie that I dropped you as a baby. And you're like, you know, he freaks out. He's like, okay, maybe more than... How the hell is some kid going to get like that by being dropped? There's no way possible. He must have, she must have really dropped him. Like, she has anger issues, too. Yeah, right. Like, you were dropped a few times, and you came out okay, I guess. Nice. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, people. <laughs> he, does, he loves to torture me, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> Your parents are listening to this and being like, yeah, 
We did. <laughs> yeah, they did. Hey, wait a minute. We asked your parents a question last week. How did and remember? But I ne- we never heard back from them. They never posted. Did they even hear the episode? The mm. vacation episode. I think they did. I don't know if they ever responded to me. I know they did because I remember my dad was hearing it earlier. Yeah, because remember, it was the thing about, remember, the, 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 the skinny dipping and the pool and all that. And it was more for all the, because we asked any girl in a relationship or anybody that was married female-wise, how would you feel about that if you saw your husband or boyfriend doing that? You know, would it be like the movie, you'd be all happy and then you go off and skinny dip yourself, you know, like she did, like Beverly D'Angelo. But that's why I was curious. I'm like, hey, we never heard any female fans respond. But, oh, well, hopefully someone will. But anyways, go on. Yeah, I mean... Besides the whole word distorted, <laughs> um, I just think it's a it's a fun, um, adventurous movie, and I just think that like, plus like, I, I don't know if if, it, if you felt this way too, but when you watched the movie when you were a kid, like ki- like you just heard like the kids curse and stuff like that, and like I don't know, it, it made me feel like that kids were empowered at that point where like they could just do whatever they want and everything. I just wanted to feel like that. I always wanted just to like be a kid and be with a group of friends and just curse and be stupid and idiotic and get just I don't know do crazy things but it was it was cool you're right the only thing is independent you know what I mean I just want to point out they said either shit or bullshit 19 times in the movie pretty much no not pretty much they did (laughs) it's counted pretty much yes they all did I'm just saying that yeah pretty much again yeah so that's all I want to say but yeah you're, you're right go on um yeah I just um that's all really I could say. I mean, and I still love it to this day because, you know, I just, I feel like that you could just connect with your friends and stuff. And every time, I, I think this goes for, like, kids. Like, like, I know my cousins younger than me that are, like, 13 and they've seen The Goonies. And they're like, oh, Renata, oh, my God, The Goonies is such a good movie. Oh, my God, we, you want to watch together? And I'll watch with them. And they'll laugh and everything. And it just it, it's just crazy how, like, you go from, you know, however old you were when the movie came out to like now to your either your son or your daughter or like your little cousin in fact that that watches it now and it just it's going to keep going it's such still a popular movie because it relates to kids it relates to what kids want to do you know they want to just be independent and they want to just have these crazy adventures they want to ride on bikes and stay out till like whenever at night you know and just get into trouble well they had a reason because they were trying yes, to save they, their town there they weren't just out treasure. partying yeah like i still want to find a treasure i mean like i'm obsessed with that movie um what was it a national treasure like you know like i, I love <laughs> oh like, yeah it takes place in philadelphia right yeah what are you doing go go solve the the the, the tre- perry treasure you know Every time I like, I, people I work literally in that area where they filmed, like in that whole historical part of the area. Yeah. So every time I pass by Independence Hall, which is the part, is which is that place where, if you remember in the movie where he unrolls the Declaration of Independence, he was like, Whew, and he like breathes really heavy, and they asked him like, "What's the matter?" The last time that this document was here, it was being signed. And that that's Independence Hall, if nobody knows. And every time I pass by and I wonder and I look at the top of the place where they had to cut through the brick and see if, like, the bifocals were at, I was wondering. And I'm like... Did you check? Uh, <laughs> no, there's so many such security and rangers. I'm more of a treasure protector. <laughs> more like treasure protectors. I <laughs> can't do his voice, but he has like that. You actually did it more better because you're not. <laughs> I'm more like a treasure protector. <laughs> Put the bunny down. <laughs> ah, that's a movie. I actually like that movie. And then they did a sequel 
And I wish I wish they would have done a third one because they ended the third one off with a huge like. It, I, I don't know. It's just it's like a, it, yeah. I don't want to talk about that I movie can't. too much because we're talking about another movie. But that's yeah. cool that I forget that you live right there in Philadelphia. See, you could be a goonie. Go go call up your friends and go set off an adventure. And if you don't have an uh, you know someone to play data, just find any Asian person, uh, you know, friend that you talk to once, just like Adam Goldberg on the goon on the the Goldbergs. Yeah, we'll find we'll find an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part in the show. He's like, I'm only here just to play data, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh no, you could be like, what did he say, mouth or something? <laughs> He's like, I want to be Mikey. He's like, No, you can't be Mikey. I'm Mikey. You're data. He's yeah. like, Here, here's this pack. <laughs> he totally just told him all because he got so mad because he kind of wanted this part. But anyway, that's my reasons for loving the Goonies, and that's why I feel like that, and that's why I think the Goonies is a good movie. I mean, what about you? Like, do you feel the same way? Like, why people should watch it? Um, well, this isn't really. I don't even have to tell people why they should watch it. This isn't even one of those moments because people who are listening to—that's what I'm telling you. Like, there'll be some movies like *License to Drive*. When we did *License to Drive*, there were probably people who had not seen it. I can't even—I I can't even really think or fathom someone who has not seen *The Goonies*. Now, I'm not counting for young kids, but I can guarantee you chances are their parents have introduced them to the Goonies like this is one of those where it's just like it, it doesn't and like it seems like every, like I said earlier everybody has watched it the Goonies is, is not something that like I need to convince you to watch it no it's like probably you've already seen it and if for some reason you're listening to this show and you haven't seen the Goonies turn us off right now and go watch the Goonies go buy it go do something I don't know I mean we've yeah, already seriously. celebrated like what 25 years of the Goonies because this movie what came out in what 1985 so yeah i mean yeah. Christ, it, oh, oh, oh no it's not even 25 years 25 years passed in like what 30 30 yeah yeah because the breakfast club just had a 30th anniversary well if it's it? 85 so that means 95 is 10 2005 because breakfast club came out in 1985 yeah 2000, so it's 30 years 20, 2005 is 20 so then add five to that, you know, so in 2010 was 25 years. So we're, wow, man. So we're almost hitting the 30th anniversary. So in 2015, when we're supposed to have hoverboards is when this movie hits. They're you freaking... still believe in that shit. <laughs> hey, we might. All right. We might. One day we might. All okay, right. truth be told, I'm going to have a confession in here. I mean, this is probably most of all kids, but when I first saw The Goonies, I was practically terrified. Terrified of sloth. Like, I was... I... Dude, well, I mean, I, you're not alone. I mean, I, I wasn't f- f- scared, scared of him. I mean, like, more like kids. I'm saying when I was a kid, kid. Yeah, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when, even when I was a little kid, but I knew others who were afraid of sloth. Ah, oh, Christ, yeah. I moved the, the mic. Why is it like it is it's sad like you you were you were so against the guy man he was well loved Oh no I I I like he was cool at the end but I, I don't know like I guess like, when I was little like the part or like when you first like see like my, I remember when I first saw the film and I was over at my uncle's house and it was that part where like you know Mike pushes the tray of food with with the broom remember and Yeah then, like, he's trying he's to help He's trying to help, and he's, like, all trying to go through the change and stuff. And I did, um, what you call the Kevin McAllister thing, where I covered my eyes with my hands, and I just, like, pretty much suctioned them suctioned them to my eyes. Like, I was just, like, terrified. I was like, turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> I think it was, like, 
what was I, like, seven when I saw that? <laughs> well, I, I mean, thinking... yeah, that must have been really scary for some kids, you know. It, I mean, it is it is pretty freaky. Yeah, but as I got older, I mean, like, I think, I think like, after I saw it, like, the second or third time, I was like, oh, it's not bad. But I guess the first time just startled me. I don't know why. But he, I look at him now as a cute little baby, oversized baby. An oversized baby? Yeah, because he looks like a baby. Like his face. There, there, in um, I know, like, I think it was like a, 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 you know, like, they don't really, I mean, they do this, but they're not as popular back when, I mean, when I was a kid, they always had companion books that you could buy, like, the books, and, like, for the kids, you could read about the, the Goonies, you know, and it does actually answer the fact that, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Chunk, the parents actually do adopt Sloth in the book. In the actually, it's in the the actual novelization, not even the kids' book, but the actual book, like the where you know every movie has a book, and they usually leave stuff out. Though, like it's more like usually like the shooting script that they base the book on. So there'll be scenes that are that are weren't in the movie, and in it it says that Chunk's parents do adopt Sloth, and then they even throw a bar mitzvah for him. Aww. Yeah, so they they actually they um yeah they adopt him. You know, there, there's like a, did you know there's an actual oath for the Goonies? Well, uh, Goonies never say die. But it, it, no, no, no. There's an actual oath that like you know when it would like you know all yeah the when you make a promise and yeah you know. yeah yeah they have it was cut out of the movie. Um, but yeah, it says I will never betray my goon doc friends. We will never stick. No, we will stick together until the, the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war, good pals like us will stick like tar in the city or the county or the forest or the boonies. I am proudly declared a fellow goonie. See, then I think they should have kept that in because if you think about it, no one really knew what a goonie was or where they got the name from. And I actually exactly. told you, I told you it's because they lived in the goondocks. So that was the name, the goonies. That's the only thing that I could think of, and everyone that I... I pretty much looked this up on Answer.com. <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the thing. How many people... Like, imagine this. You looked it up on, on, on the internet right now. Let's jump back to the early 90s, to the 80s when this came out. For people who don't live in those areas, like, I never knew what the hell a Goonie was. They never even answered it in the movies. That's where I think they went wrong. You know? And, and it's like, that's the thing. It's like, maybe it's just like, okay... People who lived in that area, yeah, they were considered goonies, you know, the goondocks, you know. It's like, okay, so they're going to be called a goonie. Like, the rich folks see that as the poor area, so that's why that one point where he goes, Andy, you goonie! You know, he's calling her goonie. He's basically calling her, like, you know, some suburb, like, poor person or something. But I didn't know that for years until you even actually told me because it was one of the episodes where, like, what the hell's a goonie? I don't I mean, know what like a goonie is. I'm surprised you didn't, like, after watching it many times, like, you know what? I'm going to find out what a goonie is. I know. It's just, it was one of those that, like, it's a goonie, whatever, you know. But then I'm, like, realizing, like, yeah, after all these years, what the hell is a goonie? I don't know. And we finally found out, you know. But, man, eh. there's, there's a lot of stuff, like, about this movie. Like, for instance, that ship was a real ship, a huge ship. They built an actual giant ship. It was yeah. in a set, but the ship was real. And even after they were done filming... They actually asked, anybody want this ship? No one wanted it, you know, so they just scrapped it. No rich millionaire, billionaire didn't want to grab it off somebody's hands? No, I mean, hell. I got to ask you a question. If you were a billionaire and you just, would you buy that ship? Mm, 
I would, because imagine how much money you would make back. Because you would be like, this is the Goonies ship. And then I would, if I was a billionaire, I would build a little cool attraction around it. So you could experience, like, the Goonies things, you know. Um, and I would even ask, like, the studios if they would give me permission. If they wouldn't give me permission, then it would be different. But pe- still, it's like, anywhere around, people like going to those places and be like, come visit the house where, blah, 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 you know. So, like, it would be right here. Like, here's the ship from the Goonies. Come take your picture and then i guarantee you people would cosplay to go take pictures on that ship you know and i would have somebody dressed up like sloth you know there and dude i guarantee you it'd be a tourist attraction so it, you would get your money's worth i, I would I make would. a tourist attraction i would make it for my own personal luxury like i like if i wanted to like get a suntan i would just sit on top of that deck and just be like yeah i'm living the life billionaire <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I would probably have, like, a, a ship deck party. <laughs> yeah. Good theme. Here's the thing, though. What I never understood is that how is it that not all the traps are set off? And only, like, all right, here, remember Chester Copperpot? When they yeah. find his body and he, he, he was crushed by a rock, correct? Yes. Well, here's the thing. How did just one rock fall? See, when they're pulled a string... All the rocks start falling, correct? All yeah. the rocks start falling. So, what string did he pull that only knocked one rock down? Wouldn't he have set off the whole thing? Why one? I know it's for the movie, but if we're thinking logically speaking here, for that film, you set off a trap. The trap is for all of them to fall, and you freak out, try to kill you. You can't go get the treasure. Yet, only one, one rock was on the floor, and that was the one that cr- crushed him. What, did the rest, like, they, they go back up? I mean, maybe there's a, a pulley system that pulls them back up when they're done. But if that's the case, if you want to argue that, don't you think the Chester Copperpot one would have pulled back up? But, no, it didn't. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking about this, too. Like, maybe there, like, since you live in California, we were just talking about earthquakes. Maybe there was an earthquake that just maybe that one particularly just fell down and broke. Or maybe wasn't tied up properly, like, all the rest of them. I mean, you could think about that. Like, maybe, like, because the shakeness of, like, the earth, like, could have just went. Pfft. Where's Astoria? Where is that? Where's that, the what? Astoria, the location. Because that place is real. I don't know. I mean, you want to search that really quick? Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, just so many things that could have happened. Um, I mean, I know it, like we said, I know it's for the movie. Because, you know, you think about it and you're like, Chester Copperpot. (laughs) I just love that name. (laughs) (laughs) Chester Copperpot. Yeah, Astoria. Okay, it's in... Oregon. It's in... Astoria is city in Oregon. Or neighborhood in New York City. I'm assuming yeah, it would but, probably be the New York version one because there's a, the, the ocean is close by. So, yeah. You know, it, we don't get earth, they don't get earthquakes. Neighborhood in New York City. Astoria is a, in, in a middle class and commercial neighborhood. Because the only reason why I say it, because it's, it's uh, on June 7th. June 7th was officially declared Goonies Day by the mayor of Astoria, where the movie was filmed during the 25th anniversary celebration in 2010. Let's go. Uh, seriously, man. We got to get some money and go go do an 88 miles per hour podcast episode on their 30th anniversary episode. There you go, people. Kickstart us some money so we can go do this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Help us. Just our own personal, like, geeky pleasure. And you could all come along and be a part of the show. Imagine. That'd be cool if we could do that one day and, like, you like know. rent a buses. Yeah, so I'm assuming, is it in New York? Because it can't be Oregon, because Oregon ain't better than water, you know what I mean? You know, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, right here. Look, You're okay. Gerberish right there. Yeah, in, in all right. Let's see, movies that were filmed. Uh, oh, look, two notable Robert De Niro films were filmed on location in Astoria: Goodfellas and A Bronx Tale. Hmm. So they were filmed there. Uh, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't see. Okay, maybe this isn't the. Okay, this isn't the the Goonies one. <laughs> What the hell? Where's the... Oh, this? wait. Historia is... That's not right. The one? Oh, I put Historia Queens. That's what it gave me. <laughs> Research. Yeah, that's... Okay, never mind, people. Don't kickstart us. Kickstart us when we find the place. Astoria. Where is it at? Damn it. Uh, all right. Well, you keep talking. Keep talking. Talk about some... Talk about who's your favorite Goonie. Okay, my favorite Goonie. Honestly, I mean, like, more of a comparison. Like, I don't know. Like, when I was, when I had, like, of, like, I had a bunch of friends that, like, well, my, one of my old girlfriends that I used to hang out with, she had, like, a little brother, and it was her, and he always invited his friends over, and me and my boyfriend always used to come over. And we kind of thought of ourselves as the Goonies because we would have to take them to certain places to go get food because they always wanted to sleep over. And I always looked at Brandon was my boyfriend because he was tall and lanky and skinny. And <laughs> I was, um, what was her name? You were the, oh, one, Andy. With, you were the I, one with the glasses, right? No, I was Andy. The, I'm and assuming, right? You're assuming. Let me talk. It is Oregon. It is Oregon. It is Oregon? Okay. Yeah, Astoria is close to... I don't know why... I, I say would... Oregon. You say Oregon. Oregon? Yeah, Oregon. Am I, and am I not saying it right? No, you're pronouncedly saying Oregon correctly, but we have it. We have a thing called um, Oregon Diner, but a South Philly person says Oregon. Oregon? Oregon. Okay, now I know why I got confused, because I was... I confused Utah and Oregon... Where they're located. That's why. Because, okay, Oregon is where Astoria is. And then that's where you can go and see the sites and everything where they film the Goonies. So go yes. out to Astoria. And also, so I was Andy. And my girlfriend was, I, I we, we, well, she kind of considered herself, you know, I, I forget what her name was. Like the girl with the glasses. Yeah, no like, one ever remembers her name. That's sad. I could name all the Goonies, yet her. She's the only one I can never remember. You remember. She's in that show, that show Raising Hope. She's the mom. the show that just got canceled. Did it get canceled? Yeah, it got canceled. I used to love that show, too. (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Name all the Goonies. Everybody can name Mouth, Data, Chunk, Mikey. Mikey was definitely... Brandon. Andy. That's it. yeah, it was just them. But, but the one girl with the glasses, I can never remember her name. She's the one stupid goonie. I can't remember her name. I mean, I'm gonna look it up right now. Obviously. Yeah, look at. I, I, let's let's think of guesses. And I'm. I say Allison. 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 It's Steph. Steph. You know how is that a compliment at the end? I mean, I know she says like. 
He's like, oh, you're, you're, what, what did she tell Mouth? He's like, you're pretty She's when like, your mouth doesn't get in the way, right? Well, you know yeah. the quote. He's like, well, you look so kind of pretty when your face isn't screwing it up. <laughs> How the hell is like that even like, I get the mouth part because his mouth is what gets him in trouble because he has a mouth. He, you know, talk back, he wisecracks, he does all this and that, you know. It was a joke. Like, like, like he thinks he, he thought she was pretty. Like, it's like you said. Yeah, when something. your face doesn't get in the way, meaning your face is ugly, you know, you're, he's like, you've got an alright body when your face is, he's a, she's a butterface. That's what he just called her. A freaking butterface. But I mean, like, wasn't there some type of, like, like, I don't know, I always thought that they kind of liked each other. Like, they always had, well, he liked her. Yeah. Like, remember, remember when they jump out of that water slide thingy and yeah. like they land in the water, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And then like, she's like hugging him. She looks at him. And she pushes him. Away. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like you yeah. know. Like, if you watch it on TV, they say, "Oh my gosh!" I remember that used to bug me when I was like yeah. little growing up. They would always go, "Oh my gosh!" Oh my god! It was like, why did you say God? Yeah, like I'm like, what's wrong with saying God? But you know, people get all you know, get them mad, you know, Jesus and stuff. So I was like, all right, I get it. You know, people get offended, but. But my favorite Goonie had to be Data. Data? Yeah. Because he yeah, was I'm... the 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 the, adven- the adventure guy. The you know at the end when he has this, he's like, okay, you know, come together, gonna take a picture, and then he gets the camera, and then Andy's like, look, check this out, and then and he's like, she oh. about him. Like whenever Data was no, she was like, Data. And yeah, then, like, she yells for him. She screams. Maybe she really had an actual. She liked a little bit of Asian man. You know what I'm saying? I think so too. Like, she's like, look at this. Yeah, because yeah, like even when he falls, she yells for him. Like she's always like looking out for Data. Why? I'm telling you, maybe she liked the little short round man. You know, you know, short round. There you go. <laughs> it works out. Data's falling. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, every time I'm a boo. Yeah, I like that part where he's like all yelling and complaining to himself. You know that. Do you know the quote? Data falling. Nobody cares. And like, like, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that part. But uh, how the hell is those two teeth are going to hold his whole body weight? Uh, I mean, I know, again, comical effect for the movie. But in real life, those things would have snapped and just slipped off. And ah! would Data would have been dead. <laughs> Like, she cried for him. She's like, don't be dead. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that. And then... Yeah, you think about it. She was a little... A little something. Like, she was kissing Brandon. She was kissing Mikey. And she kind of liked it because she told Mikey, you know. Yeah. You know, kissing girls. And she was screaming for Data. Like, what was going on? Yeah, man. She has a friend who kind of <laughs> looks like she likes ladies, you know. She doesn't look really girly, so maybe she's like a little bit of, you know, extra goony, if you know what I mean. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh. Good one. Um, you know, one thing about that movie that, see, this is what I hate. Like, when you watch it, like, okay, I know, I remember they used to show this movie a lot on the Disney Channel, and they would show the deleted scenes on the Disney Channel. Like, okay, going back to the part where they first see the pirate ship, and actually, Steven Spielberg made sure that the kids never saw the pirate ship ever until that moment. So their reaction, what they like, that's not the real reaction. What happened was when they had the reaction, they started cursing up a storm like, oh, shit, like, oh, shit, you know, and they were like, ah, oh, crap. So they had to reshoot it again. Well, they said shit the whole time in the movie. What they going But to say they shit. were overdoing it in that part. 
So it, it spoiled the take, so they had to reshoot it. But they wanted an actual reaction, you know. But before they get, you know, when after that scene, they're like, they start walking to the ship. There's a scene where, like, Mouth and Steph are walking, and an octopus rubs uh, his tentacle on Steph's butt. And he turns around and says, she's like, quit it. And he's like, what? And then she yells again, quit. He's like, I'm not doing nothing. And she's like, stop. And then, boom, an octopus comes out. The octopus starts attacking them. They're freaking out and this and that. And what does Data do? Data has, like, a little cassette player and shoves it in the mouth of the octopus. The octopus flips out and, like, starts swimming away with the music playing. And it's like, and it just swims away. And for some reason, that's not even in the movie. Like, if you watch the movie, it's not in there. Another scene is... When they're playing the piano, yeah, and 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 Andy's playing the piano. She's like, I I I taken some some lessons, so they're they're playing the piano. It's burned on top. You can't see why it's burned. Like it's it's burned, and you're like, okay, it wasn't like that in the beginning of the movie. When they're looking at the map, the map is fine. It's in great condition, but at that point, it's all burned. Where does it get burned? And I remember for years growing up, we'd watch it on VHS and all that. It's never answered. It wasn't until later that I saw that deleted scene where they included it on the TV version. Where when they're at the freaking uh, at the um, they go to a convenience store when they're riding their bikes they stop at a convenience store and they're right there mouth gets a mad magazine he's looking at this stuff and this is when that preppy guy whatever his name is shows up Troy Troy yeah Troy shows up he's like oh look at you guys these goonies and this and that and they're like what are you guys doing and he takes the map from him they're like give me back the map he's like he's like what do you think i roll this up like a joint and then he he rolls it up and he starts lighting it like he tries to blend they grab and they they turn it off and you know whatever they run off and Mm -hmm. that's why the map is burned but for some reason that's not in if you watch it like on on, i mean maybe the dvd i mean the blu-ray version has it but i know the dvd version doesn't have it that scene's not even in there unless you watch the deleted scene so it's just kind of weird that they would take this on tv though yeah yeah yeah. you know why though because they add for time that's what happens in movies sometimes you'll on tv because they need to fit the two hour time slot and they're like okay this movie doesn't even do an hour and a half so they add scenes with commercials so it 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 fits the time allotted for the two hours you know so that map and that map would be a cool prop to have and actually uh sean astin who plays mikey was allowed He, he he got to keep the map but here's the thing though just like every mother because it happened here his mom threw it out thinking it was just like a, a piece of paper like all messed up and just threw it out in the trash so he lost the original prop map from the goonies and that's happened to me like i you know carlos was telling me he wrote a like a cool little screenplay and my mom threw it out she started cleaning he told me he's like yeah man and i was like are you serious and i remember years ago like i'd had stuff and i'm like mom he's like i don't know it's like i didn't touch anything i'm like oh, and you know your mom doing it but she you know she's not gonna know she just sees something assumes it's trash and and then that's what happened she he she the mom had no idea that it was trash and that map is in the trash and you know maybe someone might find it and go try to find the treasure <laughs> my god what if like we try to track down that original goons map? like or like what if we just find it right like randomly outside your house you're like should i take this <laughs> yeah i should <laughs> just, like, um... that'd be cool um what's your favorite quote or like you know what do you what's your favorite line in, in the Goonies? Oh, my favorite line in the movie well for the longest time this is before the craze of everyone i used to love the truffle shuffle part like do the truffle shuffle dude like, oh, yeah. you know and um 
I remember I love that 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 but now it's like so trendy. Like it's so popular because of the internet and memes and all this and that that I have to find like a, a new and there's this cool gif. I, I'm gonna try to take a picture of it, record it and post it on on Instagram where it's it, it shows Patrick Stewart with a, a Tommy gun. It's from uh, the Star Trek and he's shooting it and it shows Chunk like getting shot. He's like ah and it looks freaking awesome. I'll try to find it and upload it. But I remember watching years ago there used to be this show called uh joe's drive-in theater or something i don't know it used to be on tv i can't remember what even was called joe bob's drive-in theater or something and they would show movies on saturday nights and i remember they were showing the goonies and he talked about that the character jeff cohen the guy who played chunk when the movie was released he thought he was gonna be like huge a star so he would go out in his yard standing in his yard thinking people were gonna come like fans and this and that and it never happened <laughs> and, like, oh. and, you, and it had to be because maybe he was fat you know and and then what's just funny is that there's a meme going around it's like it, it shows a picture of a fat person now and him and it's like this is what the 80s considered fat and then they showed what the what is fat now and it's huge amount that that he's literally just chunky <laughs> he wasn't fat but they made him fat and and but but yeah but um he 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 thought he was gonna be a huge star and everybody was gonna rush to him and i'm like oh that's a sad story imagine being a little kid he's all running outside like hey i'm chunk you know and no one even cared poor guy Aww. but have you seen him how he looks like now oh yeah he's skinny skinny like- shaved head like he's all like he's all like freaking i'm like damn chunk or right, good job i'm all, he lost the way he looks great that's true honestly my favorite line i mean i love like catching bits and pieces like there's just some lines that you just catch and they're like oh my god that was so funny like when he's about to but when he when he's getting kidnapped by the fatalis and he starts crying and he's like <laughs> and i don't know and then she's like yeah puree <laughs> like, you press the button he's like, no no i want to play the violin <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. He's like, I don't think I'm gonna like this kid. Oh, <laughs> well, when you guys, I like when he starts talking. He's like, all right, when I remember when I told you know, and he starts telling kid all his tells stuff. everything, everything, yeah, everything. everything. Okay, I'll talk. Is there afraid? Yeah. <laughs> but remember? the whole the whole part is just hysterical. Like, because he's just over-milking it. Like, his... And he's just so... I mean, I can tell, like, he's starving. I mean, I think I would be, like, that hysterical crying if I was getting kidnapped and I was about to get my hand sold off by a... Exactly. <laughs> Though, that story, the... You know how he talks about the, the story about him where he's at the theater and he fakes throwing up, like... Ugh! And then he says, like, the whole theater, like, starts throwing up and everything. Yeah. Um, that, that wasn't, like, a, an original story from him, but... It said that um, it's actually Steven Spielberg. Uh, it came from a, a real life prank that Steven Spielberg did back when he was growing up in Phoenix. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, so that story that that the whole uh, puking off the theater balcony is a uh, is based on an actual story from Steven Spielberg. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I just like the oh. Goonies. I mean, no, no, no. I li- I like the cool little references to um, the because it was a. Uh, was it Richard Donner? Did Richard Donner direct freaking Gremlins? Right? I think. I think he did. I don't know. Um, Goonies, Scrooge. No, he didn't do. He didn't do Gremlins. 
I don't know who the hell did Gremlins. I can't think of. I I know it's gonna piss me off. I know I know who did the freaking Gremlins. But uh, anyway, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Duh. Oh, I'm such a freaking moron. But Spielberg. It is Spielberg. You know, story by or I did because it was produced by Spielberg. But I like the part when he calls and he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Chunk. Just like when, you know, he starts telling him, like, all these lies about the... the... Yeah, when Michael Jackson came to your house and used your phone. And he's like, did that really happen? Listen, you gotta believe me on this. Well, that was to his friends. But when he calls the cop, the cop is like, yeah, and when these characters, when they get wet, they mutate into more and this and that. And it's like, but he oh, did tell Michael Jackson one, too. He brought up the Michael Jackson thing again. Oh, he brought... The cop brought up the Michael... I don't remember uh-huh. that part. He br- the kids brought it up and he brought it up. Oh, okay. He's like, but his sister did. <laughs> He's like, all right, Michael Jackson didn't come. But and I love the part. You know what the part that's like? It always makes me laugh because I think it's kind of funny, cute. Like it's like, ah, stupid fat kid. It's <laughs> 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 when the cops are coming and he's playing video games and he has a milkshake and a pizza and he's like, yeah, and then the the, the milkshake like, and he just hits his face. He's like, ah, shit. <laughs> his face looks funny. But I realized my favorite quotes. I do like, I, and it's it's a combination of different quotes. Because I, to this day, I always say, whenever I say it's something wrong, I always, because you remember when he says, like, he'll say, like, booby trap, but he'll say it wrong, and then he's like, that's what I said, booby trap. I always do that. Like, I love those quotes, you know, when Mikey says something wrong and and his brother would correct him, Brandon would correct him, he's like, that's what I said. I always, I I like that, I don't know, I like that, because it's an easy way to cop out your, like, if you say something wrong, you could just say, like, no, that's what I said. You know, if I say something wrong... Even if you say, I'll, 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 no, yeah, that's what I said. And I, I just like it. It's not that it makes me laugh, but I just like it because it saves my butt from saying something wrong. But like, no, that's what I said. <laughs> and then they realize I'm quoting the Goonies, so they leave it alone and they don't think I messed up. They just like, oh, Goonies, yeah, you know? But in reality, I'm just trying to be like, girl, I don't want to sound like a dumbass. <laughs> I said it wrong. <laughs> so yeah, so I would have to say that. That's awesome. I, I, I do say that line too. But like, whenever I'm out to eat with my friends or my parents, they're like, Renato, so what do you want? I want a veal skull of peen. <laughs> like, you know, when they answer. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, you, I know you know the whole quote. You know the whole quote, right? Wait, I, oh, God. He's like, what do you want? You know, freaking. You know, <laughs> was it the side of Was there a throw mama from the train lady? Oh, the only thing we serve here is tongues. <laughs> and I don't know the rest of the guy. I just know. I just know he says, "I want a veal scallop pea," and they're like, "No, no." And then, <laughs> and he does his like Italian, like two fingers, like what all Italians just like you know. Do they do that? Do Italians really do do that with the, or is that just a movie thing, where they like, hold up their fingers it, like that? It they're goes like, back hey. to like, like when when. An old grandmother, or like you know, like if you're like off the boat Italian, and they want to get some a point across, they go, "Now you listen to me." Like they they just hold their hand out, but they emphasize this, and they'll like say things really slowly so it gets in their head, and they're like really loud, and they're like, "Don't you do this anymore?" Like and like like they they'll slap the hand on the table and they'll look at you straight in the eye, and they'll pretty much give you the death stare. Yeah, but people like do it now as like more of a commercial thing of like a town like oh hey you know the pizza oh yeah like yeah they go you know that's how that's how real italians talk man no yeah see i I could go in an italian place and just be like and then they'll know what's up (laughs) (laughs) oh man then they'll pull a robert's in here you talking to me i'd be like yeah i'm talking to you (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man so oh you know what we never really mentioned but the goonies obviously we've said directed by richard donner story by spielberg and was released june 7 1985 again another year 85 85 one of the biggest years of movies some of the greatest movies were released in 1985 the movie budgeted was 19 million ended up making 61 at the box office it was obviously a huge hit um Steven Spielberg, you know, at that time, you know, something about him when he would film, like, when he would make movies and have kids, like, he brought Richard Donner on board and, like, it was just something about, like, what he did with E.T., you know, and, like, he he, he loved, like, his his actors. He actually, it was during that time Michael Jackson had his victory tour and that was the one that he did with his brothers and he actually sent them to Dodger Stadium to go see uh, Michael Jackson, you know, they, they all got to go, they met Michael Jackson and then the the behind the scenes on the DVD, you see pictures of that where they're, you know, and it's like, cool, it's like, you know, uh, freaking Steven Spielberg was all about, like, his, his, his actors, and, I mean, it, it's, it's one thing, like, this, this movie, to this day, Sean Astin will ask Spielberg, hey, when we're doing Goonies 2, when are we doing Goonies 2, and like I said, there was, um, <clears throat> There was uh, somebody uh, who I, I, I brought this up a while back that had worked for Richard Donner, like he was his, his assistant or, or, or some such, and he asked him, like, like I mean, he he was in an office, and I think it's his name is Geoff Johns, I think that's who it was. It may have been Geoff Johns, uh, uh, who had he someone that's like big in the DC universe and stuff. And he, um, in an office, he ended up, if, if I'm wrong on the guy, sorry. He was in an office working for Richard Donner, going through all these boxes, and he found a real-life script for Goonies 2. So that means they actually wrote a script for Goonies 2. Now, it could have been crappy, who knows? It could have been a forced script for the studio, because there is a script, too, for E.T. There was an actual script where aliens came and kidnapped the family, and E.T. had to go save them. So, who knows? But I, I I, honestly... This is one movie... Unlike people, how they're mad that they made a Ninja Turtles movie right now. This is a movie I don't think anybody would complain if they did a sequel. Now, not a reboot, but an actual sequel. I, I, I honestly guarantee no one would be upset. How much would you want to see a movie where all the original characters came back and they're having an adventure with their kids? I think that... I think it'd be good. But, like, I instead of, like... I think what would be pretty cool is if, like, all the family, like, met at a reunion or something and, like, all the kids are together and all these kids, like, they want to continue on the adventure and the ki- and the parents are like, no, it's too dangerous. No, you can't do that. You know, we were stupid when we were kids, you know. And they're like, no, but we want to do it, this and that. But why would they want to do an adventure? What would be the purpose? I'm actually talking like a like as if well, you're pitching to me. What what would why why are the kids what adventure is there? They want to um maybe there's maybe they still want to get that treasure. Like, you know, like that's like maybe they somehow in the news they found like uh, they they knew about the ship and they and it's like in the area and the ship uh, you know what let's take the ship out of there. Um yeah, cuz the ship the ship rolled away. Anyway. The ship's gone, and I was thinking, like, maybe, like, the ship shipped her after whatever. But maybe there was, like, another, like, treasure that they found. like, Or maybe, like, the grandfather, like, well, you know, Mikey's dad, but, like, you know, told him about another adventure. And he says, Dad, you got to stop putting, like, stories into, like, you know, my son's head. And, like, the father would be like, well, you never thought they were just stories, Mikey. And then, like, you know. And... Uh, I love that. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. And, That's you know, a, that, I mean... I'm picturing that scene in my head where the dad, he's an old grandpa, he's like... 
You know, and he's like, you gotta, dad, you gotta stop. Like, you know, maybe it's like Hook, where like Mikey's kind of yes. in that, that like, you know, Peter Pan, like, no, it's like, this isn't, you know, like he lost that sense of adventure, that sense of a child. And it, and with this, because of his kids and all that, it all comes back to him. But he's he's grown up, you know, like. Exactly. Like, wouldn't that be like an awesome thing? Like, like, like to end, like, maybe like at the end of the trailer, like, you know, dad, you gotta stop putting these stories in, you know, your son's head. Well, Mikey, you never thought they were just stories. And then, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And so the kids, like, wind up, like, going off and sneaking out. Like, listen, this is our time. You know, like, and then, like, maybe the father overhears them. Like, you know, like, talking. Like, maybe they have a sleepover or something. And he was like, you know, this is this is our time to do what we got to do. We can listen to our parents. We have to go out. And then he maybe, like, Mikey's all like, like, you know, like, he, he remembers saying that in his head. Like, you know, like, something around this is our time or, like, you know, like, let's do it. You know, we could do it or something like that. So they sneak out and he calls up everyone. He's like, they all run out. He was like, what do we do? And they all come back together. So as they're trying to search for the kids, like, you know, they're having their own little venture as well. Like, you know, it's the kids and they have to, like, meet up with them. So as they as they're chasing the kids wherever they're trying to look for the treasure that's how they become the goonies again like the original goonies and like they start remembering things and their adventure senses start to kick in and you know what i mean yeah. like be really cool yeah I, I that i mean that that would be awesome like i saw it as in the parents are a part of the adventure with the kids no because like, kids have to be on their own when it's an adventure no i felt because it's like what we want to see is the goonies we don't want to see new goonies we want to see the original Goonies as adults. But they would be there. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. They, they have to be a part of the adventure with the kids forcibly because they're trying to get their kids. So then now they they find their kids like right on. But now they're like they realize they're like, oh, crap, we can't go back this way because there is a collapse. So now we have to go forward. So, you know, it's something because that's the one thing when, when people want the sequel, they don't want to see a group of new Goonies. They want to see the original Goonies all grown up. And what's cool about this cast is they've always come back for reunions, for photo shoots, for interviews. This, yeah. this is the movie that they, you know, even even freaking Brad, uh, what's his name, uh, Josh Brolin. Um, this yeah. was his first film that he did. Now this guy's big time actor and everything. You know, you've seen this guy. He was in freaking, you know, uh, No Country oh, for Old Men. Yeah, Gangster Squad. You know, this guy's in his big leagues now, you know, and uh, he's, he's a good actor. He's uh, the one I wish he would have been Bruce Wayne in the new Batman movie with uh, Superman, but, you know, oh, whatever. He would have been a great Bruce Wayne. Hell yeah. He, come on, he he looked more aged, like withered down, like a, a, a veteran than Affleck. Honestly, he was who I was going for because that's what they said. It was going to be more of a guy who was worn down, like more. He's been around, like he knows what's up. He's He's been around the block in that sense of like he's fought and this and that and josh brolin would have been perfect freaking brad from from the goonies but nope but that's the one thing like even he like he always goes back he's like everybody's like so proud of this movie there's no like you know it's not like screech and saved by the bell where he's like f this i hate this show you know you know like all these people are so about like the movie like because this is really what made it and Corey Haim actually auditioned to play mouth so one of the Corys, you know, they ended up doing License to Drive together. He auditioned yeah. for Mouth, but obviously Corey Feldman got it. And it wasn't until The Lost the Lost Boys that they uh, worked together. And then that started their relationship right there. But, I mean, all in all, the Goonies, everybody loves it. You know, Steven Spielberg, at this time during the 80s, this guy would just, he wouldn't direct it, you know, but he would be like, 
give it to his friends, his director friends, and be like, you you make this. This is for you. You, you know, he was like the Smokey Robinson of the day. If you don't get that reference, Smokey Robinson would write songs, and he'd be like, you know, he wrote My Girl, and he's like, he gave it to the Temptations. Like, you know what? You guys sing it. And this, this song doesn't work for me. And that's what Spielberg did, man. He he would have movies, scripts, and be like, you here, you make this, you make this. He did that with... um. Uh, I Christ, I can't. The, the guy who did Chainsaw Man, Toby Hooper, he's like here, and he directed uh, Poltergeist. I can never say that correctly. He's like, here. That, that was like his story was by him. It says Steven Spielberg presents Poltergeist, you know, and they're doing a, a, a remake of that reboot. So Goonies, I think it's going to be like Back to the Future. We'll never get a reboot, but maybe one day we'll get lucky and actually, you know, do a sequel. And like I said, Sean Astin, he's always been up for it. They all have. They always joke about it, you know, um, during the 20th. 25th anniversary they talked about it i saw i was watching e or something like that and they or empire magazine i don't know but all in all the goonies great freaking movie we love it it's you probably love it you know we're we're way into the episode we could talk so much about it but i mean what what more can we say about this movie it's it's well loved i mean you know right renata i mean hell it's one of your favorites yeah, I can't say anything else. I mean, he, you pretty much said it all. I mean, what else can you say about the movie? It's it's just a very loved movie by so many people. Yeah. You know, and another guy, you know, freaking the screenplay, who, who like, story by, you know, but then the screenplay, you know, freaking Chris Columbus, you know, another guy who came on board. And you, 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 you know who Chris Columbus is, you know, the guy who did, like, Home Alone, Ms. Doubtfire, you know, he directed Harry Potter, you know, in the Chamber of Secrets, like... This guy, you know, he's he's actually had a he 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 was a screenwriter for Spielberg, you know. So he he worked on Gremlins, The Goonies, you know, Young Sherlock Holmes, um, Adventures in Babysitting, you know. So so this guy, uh, he you know, he's he's worked on some pretty awesome stuff. So a, a lot of people, big people, came on board to make this movie. So I mean, yeah, what else could we say about this movie, man? It's just it's a freaking awesome movie. Really. Well, do you want to take it away? Well, I, I just got to do, you know, Sanchez's song of the week. Oh, snap. Because <laughs> I realized you were just so into the movie, and I was just like... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're going to end it off right now. So, uh, this song of the week I'm going to be doing, because we're in the... You might think, oh, are you going to do Cindy Lopper's Cindy Lopper's Goonies? Uh, are good enough? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a different version of it. I'm going to do a cool metal version of it uh it's a it's a band they're actually called mini bosses and these guys they do metal version songs of video games from the 80s from like nintendo so they've done such songs as like you know castlevania contra double dragon you know mike tyson's punch out but one that they did they did a version of the video game from the nintendo version of the goonies 2 and i really love that sounds awesome like darn it the version i have is a live version i'm gonna try to see if i could find an actual studio version of it if not i would just give you guys the live version it still sounds really great but i'd rather have the studio version so that's why so i I would like to give you mini bosses if you're a fan of video game music check them out they do kid icarus is one of my favorite uh, versions they do and these are all 80s video games if you're a nintendo fan you'll love this so stay tuned after the episode you'll hear the goonies 2 theme by the band mini bosses all right well that's it renata we had a great time um, you know, we'll, we'll be posting next week, uh, what movie we'll be doing. And like we said, you know, Renata, once again, remind people about our contest. 
Yes, the contest is at the end of the month. We have a 80s movie and two awesome comic books, which is Marvel and DC. So please, what uh, you need to do is just tag our picture. It's me dressed up as uh, Molly Ringwald, you know, as Claire from The Breakfast Club, and Sanch as Marty from... <laughs> now I'm one, it's Southern. Back, back, back to, to the, the Future. future. Yeah, that logo image of ours. Uh, that logo image. Post it, tag it, and you'll win yourself a free DVD and two awesome comic books. So, yeah. yeah. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it will either be Marvel or DC. If you're more of a Marvel guy, maybe you could, you know, when you when you announce this Tyler, are you Marvel or DC? DC. That's it, you know. DC. Yeah, I mean, it'll be DC. So, and it'll be some really, you know, not some random off character. You'll get yourself some either Batman or something or some, like, x-men or you know iron man so yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen it's a a cool geek prize for our fans just to being part of our show and shouting us out all right ladies and gentlemen well it seems like we're all good you know it's um i think we should get ready so we're gonna hop in the car and travel back to the future everyone stands here make sure to check out the brothers bear podcast live a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies cartoons video games comics tv music and everything else entertainment we are live every monday night at 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern only on rantradionetwork.com Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to, but I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. 
Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Linings Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies, while also talking recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else we want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. We made it simple. Just search Yelpcast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T. Yelpcast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it. Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.